You listen to the Bellator Christie Podcast, where we take Christian truth into the arena of ideas. Now join your hosts of the Bellator Christie Podcast, Dr. Brian Chilton and Curtis Avalon. Taking of the sword of Christian theology and the shield of classic apologetics while taking Christian truth into the arena of ideas. This is the Bellator Christie Podcast, and this is Dr. Brian Chilton welcoming you to another edition of the Summertime uh, Series of the Bellator Christie Podcast. I want to remind you that Season 7 is quickly approaching. It's hard to believe that this is already July. Uh, September is right around the corner. And September 7th, we're going to start a brand new season of the Bellator Christie Podcast. And uh, before we get into today's topic, we're going to talk about uh, today call, uh, a topic entitled, Is Heaven a Fantasy? And this is a response to Arnold Schwarzenegger and an uh, interview that he recently had with Danny DeVito. Uh, but before we get into the content of today's uh, conversation, I want to share with you some changes that are coming to Season 7 of the Bellator Christie Podcast. Uh, after a lot of prayer and consideration, we are actually uh, tweaking the show to... Um, to provide both a teaching model and a conversational model. And what that means is that uh, through the season, when it comes to uh, lessons on particular topics, we're going to adopt a format very similar to the one we have over the summertime. Uh, this this has proven to be uh, very successful uh, because it not only provides the audio version of the podcast, it also gives you the chance to read the material in an article form. And when we start up Season 7, we'll additionally have uh, the podcast available to you by live streaming on Facebook Live and also on YouTube. Now, for, for those of you who enjoy the conversational model, take heart. We're not doing away with it. Curtis is still going to be on with us, uh, but instead of being on with us every week, he'll instead be on with us monthly. Up until this time, what we've done, we've gone through the theology series, I've actually formulated the questions for him to ask us, almost as if I was asking myself questions as we went through the uh, the the uh, podcasts. And so I, I want to be able to allow Curtis, I want Curtis to be able to be for, more fully involved in the podcast and for him to ask the questions that he has rather than asking questions simply based on the content that we're discussing. So the wonderful thing is, is that when we do have the conversational episodes, the information will already be out there, and so that way he can ask the clarifying questions that he would like to ask, and maybe some of the questions that you have concerning the material that we cover. And so if you do have questions about uh, the these episodes that we have, be sure to send them to Curtis. Let Curtis know so that when we come on for those conversational episodes, 
He'll be able to ask those questions along with his, and that way we'll be able to dig in deeper with the content that we're discussing. And so when we come to the Bible series that we're going to have in January and February, we're both going to be on there uh, because we'll both have the Scripture in front of us, and we'll both be able to uh, engage uh, with those studies as we move along. So we hope that this will provide better uh, interaction between the both of us on the podcast. Again, that way he can ask the questions that he has rather than just trying to, to move through the questions just to cover the topic. And that will also provide me the ability to teach on the, the information and provide you the information uh, on these various issues concerning theology, apologetics, church history, and many more of these issues. So the the, the method uh, or the look of the podcast is going to be a little bit different next season, uh, but we hope these changes will help you to be better, uh, better trained, better equipped uh, for for living Christian life and for dealing with these difficult issues that may come your way. And again, like I said, Curtis is still with us. He'll still be on with us with the monthly episodes. It's just going to look a little bit different than what it has in times past. And so I think that this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for us to improve the podcast because in addition to some of these other things going on, we've had a lot of technological issues and then time restraints. That's also been a major issue. You know, if it was where we could meet together and, and really kind of hash out some of these issues and discuss them before the podcast, uh, that would be the perfect scenario. But unfortunately, uh, we live something like, what, 12, 1,300 miles apart? <laughs> And uh, so that causes a little problems. And plus, he's working, he's full-time working uh, his job, working on the ranch. And then plus, I've got a lot of responsibilities I have. It's just, unfortunately, one of those things uh, that that uh, we're trying to work through. But um, again, I hope and pray that the, the seventh season will be good. We'll give it a shot. You know what? If all this fails, if it falls apart and doesn't work, we can go back to the model we've been using. Uh, but I do think on these teaching episodes, these teaching episodes will be a lot shorter, a lot more compact, e- more easily digestible. And so in the end, I think it's going to provide a better product overall. So enough on that. If you have any questions or concerns, be sure to let us know. Uh, you can reach us at bellatorchristie.com um, and you know, get let us know. I mean, there's a feedback uh uh, section there where you can uh, leave a question or if you have a question about the ministry if you have a question about what's going on and you you can most assuredly leave it there all right let's jump in the content today we want to ask the question is heaven a fantasy uh, recently hit movie star arnold schwarzenegger expressed in an interview with danny devito that he thought the idea of heaven was nothing more than some fantasy now let me go ahead and give a warning here we're going to, because we're dealing with the content that Schwarzenegger said, we're not going to say the words, but parental advice, we do need to say that we're going to reference the words. Uh, we're not going to say them. So listener uh, caution is advised. So um, we'll, we'll rate this episode probably PG-13 because of the words uh, that Schwarzenegger says. Okay, so Schwarzenegger went on to say in this interview with Danny DeVito, he says this, and these are his words, It reminds me of Howard Stern's question to me. Tell me, Governor, what happens to us when he di- when we die? 
I said nothing. You're six feet under. Anyone that tells you something else is an effing liar. Schwarzenegger's words. With great remorse, the, the former governor of California reflected that we don't know what happens with the soul and all this spiritual stuff that I'm not an expert in. But I know that the body as we see it now, as we see each other now, we will never see each other again like that. Um, I know people feel comfortable with death, but I don't. Life, because I will effing miss the S out of everything. DeVito merely responded by saying life is the best. It is undeniable that Schwarzenegger is an accomplished individual. He won numerous bodybuilding awards and, quite frankly, was nearly unbeatable in his prime. He was the primary focus of the cult film Pumping Iron, which especially has a strong following in weightlifting and bodybuilding communities. Guys like Schwarzenegger were inspirational in getting me started with weightlifting in my teenage years, which has continued even now in my mid-40s. Additionally, he is a much-accomplished actor. In full disclosure, Arnold Schwarzenegger is my all-time favorite action hero. Schwarzenegger's films, such as The Terminator, Running Man, Commando, Total Recall, and Predator, are among some of the best action movies in cinematic history, even by today's standards. And I have to say, after watching Predator, I was afraid of going into the woods for a month after watching that movie. It had that type of impact in, on me as a, as a younger individual. So with the aforementioned information, it is important to know that I have great respect for Schwarzenegger, even if I do not accept his theological moorings. But with that in mind, is Arnold right in his assessment? Is heaven simply a fantasy for those who cannot cope with the concept of death's finality? Or do we have good reasons for believing in a literal place called heaven? Well, if you followed my material and listened to the podcast, you already know my answer. Heaven is definitely not a fantasy. Rather, it is an actual place where the saints of God live immediately after their deaths on earth. But do we have good reasons for believing so? I would argue that there are at least five reasons for believing that heaven exists, if not many more. First, heaven is not a fantasy because of the resurrection of Jesus. If Jesus has arisen from the dead, then we have solid evidence for the existence of heaven. Not only did Jesus defeat death in the grave, but he also ascended to the Father 40 days after his resurrection. Additionally, Jesus promised the following in John 14, 1-3. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms, some translations say mansions. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, so that where I am you may be also. Additionally, Jesus assured Martha at Lazarus's grave of a heavenly afterlife, saying in John eleven twenty-five through 26 I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? If Jesus died, arose, and ascended to heaven, then we have excellent reasons for believing in what he says about heaven. Now, quite frankly, when Arnold Schwarzenegger dies, he will remain dead. He will not arise from the grave, but Jesus did. So how do we know that Jesus arose from the dead? There is too much information to share to give a proper assessment on the issue. But to give a brief recap, 
The resurrection of Jesus is confirmed by early eyewitness testimony, multiple attestations to the historicity of the event, extremely early messages about Jesus' resurrection, and some of that involving early oral traditions, which I cover in my dissertation, which I hope to publish in a book very soon. Early oral traditions, as we mentioned, um, corresponding with both the informal controlled and formal controlled methodologies, which is a major deal. Enemy attestations, a confirmed empty tomb which is found at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. The evidence for the Shroud of Turing being authentic, that's not the only evidence, but if it does prove true, that is a piece of evidence. The change of the day of worship for the early church from Saturday to Sunday to celebrate the, resur- to celebrate the resurrection, that's a huge deal. The transformation of those who were formerly enemies of the church after seeing the risen Jesus, another big deal. Uh, The novel idea of a resurrection occurring before the eschaton, a huge deal. And the willingness of the early disciples to give their lives for what they knew to have seen, another huge deal, historically speaking. All of this speaks volumes about the veracity of Jesus' resurrection. And quite frankly, if you go back in the annals of Bellator Christie podcast history, go back on the apps where this podcast is found, we have given treatment on the historicity of Jesus' resurrection multiple times over. And I encourage you to access those resources both on the written uh, website and also on the audio podcast And here's the point. If the resurrection of Jesus is true, then heaven is most assuredly a reality because Jesus pointed to the reality of heaven, especially after his resurrection. Second, heaven is not a fantasy because of near-death experiences. Heaven cannot be a fantasy if near-death experiences are real. In other articles at Bellator Christi and in my recent book, Conversations About Heaven, I supplied various reasons to believe in the authenticity of near-death experiences. Because the objective nature of these experiences, particularly those post-mortem observations made by individuals outside of their bodies that are verified by others in the room, near-death experiences cannot merely be a hallucination or an illusion of the mind. Therefore, the soul survives death, indicating the very real possibility of heaven. In fact, I would say assuredly promising the reality of heaven. Third, heaven is not a fantasy because of the nature of the soul. Consciousness or the human soul is both a mystery and another signpost pointing to the reality of heaven. Thomas Aquinas noted in his Summa Theologica that nothing subsisting is greater than the rational soul except God. As such, the soul is an essence that can exist beyond the scope of the mortal body. Surprising as it may sound, issues of consciousness and the soul are no longer conversations held in theological hallways. Consciousness has found its way into modern scientific discourse. Recent research into the odd and mysterious realm of quantum physics showed that consciousness impacts the physical domain. Subatomic particles behave differently when conscious beings observe them than they do when they don't. Um, Roger Penrose later asserted in his book, um, uh, The Emperor's New Mind, true intelligence requires consciousness. And he goes on to say that the soul belongs in the realm of platonic forms. 
As such, the nature of the soulish consciousness is not one that can be contained in the physical realm, but it supersedes it. Some have even argued that physical reality is only possible because of the prior existing consciousness. But that argument is for another time, another podcast, another article. Nonetheless, Schwarzenegger's dismissal of heaven as a mere fantasy does not hold with the complex nature of human consciousness. Additionally, we can also see the fourth argument, which is heaven is not a fantasy because of the moral order of the universe. Without going deep into the issue, the moral order of the universe is a fourth reason for holding on to the reality of heaven. Nearly everyone recognizes that the world is not what it should be. We all long for a place that is better than the one we have. For someone who has been as successful as Schwarzenegger, this could fall on deaf ears. Life has been very good to the Austrian-born bodybuilder, uh, popularly known as the Austrian Oak. He received the breaks he needed to make it big in both the world of bodybuilding and cinematic history. However, there have been numerous individuals who were just as talented and just as sculpted but never received the same accolades that he did. Furthermore, what do we do with a world where there is so much evil and sorrow? Some may be tempted to accept atheism as the standard reaction to such things. As one who was a former agnostic myself, I can say that non-belief only makes things worse. Why even continue living in such a hopeless environment? Well, the answer is that not only does God exist, but God has created a heavenly abode for those who wish to join Him. Finally, heaven is not a fantasy because of the reality of God's existence. If God exists, then heaven is most assuredly not a fantasy. The reality of God's existence can be known through numerous avenues. Aquinas' five ways provide support for the existence of God through the cosmological argument from motion, the nature of efficient calls, the argument from possibility and necessity, the argument from perfection and gradation, and the governance of the world. We have treated this issue multiple times over at Bellator Christi, and even on one such occasion, offering over 30 arguments for the existence of God, and there are more even still to be discussed. So other arguments from design and a panoply of other key points strongly suggest God's existence. Therefore, if God exists, then heaven is strongly likely as it would be a place for a person to commune with God for all eternity. At least five reasons suggest that heaven is an actual place and not a mere fantasy. Many more could be added if it were not for the limitations of space and time. Arnold Schwarzenegger has given much to the world by serving as a hero, an inspiration, and an entertainer. It is my hope that he would be encouraged by the promised hope of heaven. For me, one of the strongest pieces of evidence for, for heaven has come from my three years of work as a hospice chaplain. I have seen firsthand how God has lovingly and gently escorted people from this life to the heavenly realm. Many paranormal, paranormal um, phenomenon have even accompanied the transition of, that a person has from earth to heaven. The death of the believer is often accompanied by little miraculous events as the person passes into eternity, including seeing God, 
loved ones, angelic beings, and the expressions of love and peace that nothing else could afford. My prayer is that you would be encouraged to see heaven as more than a fantasy and see it for what it is, a promised place of bliss, comfort, love, and joy. And we have this promise because of the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus and for the promise that God has given us in His Word. We have every reason for believing in the reality of heaven's existence. It's not a mere fantasy. It's an actual reality. And so we need to prepare ourselves, not only for this life, but for the life to come. And it's my prayer that you would see the reality of heaven and be encouraged by it. May God richly bless you. This is Dr. Brian Chilton for the Bellator Christie Podcast. And we'll see you next time that we step into the arena of ideas. You've been listening to the Bellator Christie Podcast with Brian Chilton and Curtis Evelo. This podcast is an exclusive production of Bellator Christie Ministries and is protected under Creative Commons copyright, all rights reserved. The views expressed on this podcast may not reflect the opinions of Bellator Christie Ministries and its affiliates. We thank you for listening and hope you'll consider leaving a positive review. To see more from Bellator Christie Ministries, go to bellatorchristie.com. Have you ever had questions about heaven? Have you ever thought about what we'll do there? Will animals be found in heaven? Are NDEs real? Is heaven only going to include worshiping God through music? Or will we be able to engage in other activities? In my upcoming book, Conversations About Heaven, I reflected on the conversations I had about heaven with a woman who attended a former church I served as pastor. These conversations challenged her to see heaven in a new light. Heaven is a place where our our wildest imaginations will come true and the greatest of possibilities will be brought to actuality. Our conversations about heaven gave this woman peace and comfort that she did not have before. In my upcoming book, Conversations About Heaven, I record our conversations and go deeper into the issues and it is my hope that conversations about heaven will give you the same peace that this saintly woman received. Look for my book, Conversations About Heaven, to hit bookstores very soon. Conversations About Heaven is now available at Whiffenstock.com, Amazon.com, and anywhere that books are sold.